you, you're not good with money, you can never be financially free. You're not a great partner, you'll never have your dream relationship. Those are agreements that are under, under you running things that you don't even know. You're unconsciously living through agreements that you have not set out for yourself. You haven't necessarily even agreed to. Have you made an agreement to chase your dreams? Have you made an agreement to stop drinking or to exercise consistently or whatever? What agreements have you made with yourself? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 992. Happy Sunday today for episode number 993. What agreements have you made with yourself? So Alan is or is done reading a book called The Four Agreements. I believe it is by... Don Miguel Ruiz, I believe he is the author. I read that book a while ago, a very, very good book. And in that book, as the title would suggest, he talks about different agreements. And which one made us decide to do this episode? Because this was not my decision, and I have no <laughs> idea how I got here. Uh, being impeccable with your word. There's a story a little bit. So, so Kevin and I, as you know, if you're listening to this week's episodes, we're unpacking the studio for the last time on, when was that? Sunday? Memorial Day weekend? Last Sunday, Sunday, if you're listening to this, yeah. Yeah. And afterwards, my mom is going away. So she's going to the Grand Canyon, and she's actually riding a mule down to the Grand Canyon, camping within it and all that. So she asked me to see, she asked to see me before she goes away, because she's going to be gone for like two or three weeks. I think maybe even a month, because she's going to see her aunt, or uh, my aunt, so her sister. Anyways, uh, we went and we got food after the studio, the fix. Oh my God, so good in Worcester if you're in Worcester. But anyways, we went back to her place. We ended up watching some of Man in the Arena. So Man in the Arena is a docu-series about Tom Brady's life. And my mom said, you would love this series. She's been asking me to watch it for a long time. And one of my other cousins mentioned it to me. Kev, you've mentioned it to me as well. So we're watching it and we're on episode seven of Man in the Arena on Hulu and... Tom Brady's talking about how when Deflate Gate and all that stuff was happening, he was having a really hard time that year, and he uh, came across the book, The Four Agreements. And once I saw that Tom Brady really enjoyed that book, I obviously had to had to check it out. Tom Brady also listens to Next Level University. No, he doesn't. Just kidding. No. <laughs> but I'm he just... might one day. He will be on so. Next Level University for I sure one so. day. That said, um, I was introduced to this book when I was down in the Cape. Do you remember that? episode of Conversations Changed Lives way back down the Cape that the helicopter was in the yes, background. I was, and it was personally, just personally offended. offended by your audio quality. The audio was quality was offended. horrible. The background yeah. was great, but the, the, the visuals were great, but the audio quality was terrible. But anyways, so that was the last time I had ever heard about that book, The Four Agreements. Um, his name was Derek. He, he recommended it, and I never read it. I always wanted to, but I never read it. And then when I saw that Tom Brady uh, read it, I, I did. And so 
I, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm like probably a fourth of the way through. And the very first agreement is being impeccable with your word. And Kevin and I talk often. You know that one of my favorite quotes um, that I say often, it's actually something that I, I had come up with, which is if you had a friend who broke as many promises to you as you've broken to yourself, how much would you value that friendship? And I think that self-concept, self-love, self-discipline, self-respect, self-integrity, self-advocacy, all these things about the self are, are actually a very positive thing. Because when you keep the agreements that you make with yourself, you build your self-esteem. And when you build your self-esteem, you have more to give others. And I think that this episode has to do with that. It has to do with what agreements have you made with yourself, either unconsciously or consciously. I, I made an agreement with myself that I would I would quit drinking and I'm over a thousand, last time I checked, a thousand and ninety-five days. And I've kept that promise to myself every single day. You know, we talk about peak performance tracking and all this different stuff. All peak performance tracking really does is it says these are the promises that I've made to myself. These are the agreements that I've made to myself. And Kevin's going to talk about this too. And this is the percent at which total productive output. This is the percent at which I'm executing. So all of my clients do PPT. All of the NLU team does PPT. Everyone in group coaching is using the app, which is essentially PPT as well. Um, But the story that I had for this was it was Saturday and I was in the gym in the evening and it was empty, completely empty gym. And I was just cranking. I was listening to hardcore rap and I was just cranking my workout out and I was just sweating a ton and and getting after it. One of those just in the zone workouts where nothing else exists. It was awesome. And very little break in between sets as well because I'm optimizing for caloric output. But anyways, so Uh, I get to the tail end of my workout and I'm like, holy crap, I haven't cleaned off a single thing. Because normally I, you have the spray bottle and the thing that you carry around, especially after COVID, the gyms are pretty dogmatic about this. And I was like, I'm about to leave. I want to go home and see Emilia. I got a shower, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, no one's really going to know. I had that little moment with myself. If no one's going to know, no one's here. And it's like, wait a minute, but I'll know. I'll know that I didn't clean off all the machines. I used a bunch of machines and I'm going to clean them off because that's who I am. And that was an agreement that I made with myself is I don't ever do anything half-assed. I don't like to do, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to my standard. And honestly, Kev, in this moment, I just had this realization. That's why I'm late a lot of the time, honestly, is because I have a really hard time not doing something to my fullest. That is one of the reasons why I struggle with, but the agreement that you've made with yourself is to always be on time. See yeah. the difference? And so I often am late five, 10 minutes or whatever, because I'm trying to make sure that I close the last loop that I, I, I do things with excellence. I have this really high standard for self. And at the end of the day, and this will be the last part that I tell, we interviewed someone named Mark Champagne, awesome guy. He was, he did mental fitness and he's a friend of ours. And I remember we did an episode and we were talking about how one of his most important things with mental fitness was the questions that you ask yourself. And he talked about this one question that Kobe Bryant used to ask himself. And he did this big study on Kobe Bryant and the mama mentality and all that stuff, RIP. And he said, Kobe Bryant would ask himself, where have I been negotiating with myself? Where where have I been negotiating with my non-negotiables? And 
I think that the agreements we make with ourselves are the most important. And I think some people are really good at keeping agreements to themselves and not others. I think some people are really good at keeping agreements with others and not themselves. And I think some people are good at both, but I think that's rare. And I think some people break promises to themselves and others all the time. And we talk about the the fact that your capabilities should should always be close to your standards so that you don't always feel bad, but your standard should always be above your capabilities so that you keep growing. And so this is a, a rabbit hole that gets pretty deep, but what I wrote down was this, to help our listeners understand what agreements have they made with themselves? Have you made an agreement to chase your dreams? Have you made an agreement to stop drinking or to exercise consistently or whatever? What agreements have you made with yourself? And what unconscious ones too? That's a whole nother thing is like, uh, I am shy. The agreement I have with myself is I am shy. Therefore I don't do blank, blank, blank. That's another thing that it's almost like on the opposite end. So Alan and I are talking a lot about positive agreements that you have with yourself. Maybe I'll dive at the end. I'll dive a little bit into the, the unconscious ones, but we've talked about this a lot in this week's episodes. Alan and I cleaned out the studio last Sunday. So if you're listening to this, it was seven days ago. And that Saturday, I worked a full day. I drove an hour down to my buddy's house. Him and I stayed up late playing golf online. And the next day, we got up early. We went to the gym. I shot over to the studio. I was 10 minutes late. And I texted Alan. I said, hey, man, I'm running 10 minutes behind. Dunkin' Donuts is Jeff and me. He said, no worries, man. I switched us. We're actually at 1030. And I was like, damn, I'm going to be early. Win. Love it. So again, my agreement is I don't want somebody else waiting for me. That's like a thing. It's always been a thing. I think it comes from anxiety in the past of being late and potentially being fired, but now I've made that a, a positive agreement that I have with myself. But we cleaned up the studio. We took down the the wood background. If you ever watched us on YouTube when we were in the studio, we had this really nice wood background. Jeff the wall. The whole thing was Jeffed. <laughs> it was adhesive that was very sticky, and it pulled off paint and some other stuff as well. And we they gave us permission. By the they way, did, they yes, gave us they gave permission. us permission yep. until. They emailed me and tell me they didn't. But until <laughs> until that point, they did give us permission. I unfortunately didn't get it written, which is a jeffing for the future. We may or may not get our security deposit back. I hope we do. May or may do. not. I hope we do. Yeah, me too. But there was a. It wasn't terrible. Like we we did a good job of intermittently taking stuff out when we went to the studio. But it was tiring. I mean, taking on the wall, carrying stuff out to the dumpster. It was a long, long day. And Alan and I finished, and I texted Taryn and I said, "Hey, babe, we're finishing up. Do you want me to pick up?" Wicked Wings. So Wicked Wings is this restaurant. It's like a takeout restaurant. They have seating, but it's really good to get takeout. And they have the best boneless wings I've ever had in my entire life. And I literally used to live three minutes from there, so we used to get it pretty often. And I told Taryn, I said, I mean, I'm not going to come to Worcester anytime soon. The studio's five minutes from Wicked Wings. I'll get it and I'll bring it. And it's like an hour ride home from there. So I said, I'll bring it. We can heat it up and we can eat it. And she said, yeah, I'd love it. I'll, I'll order it. Let me know what you want. So I pick up Wicked Wings. I hop in the car. And this is where things start. So the first thing is, I got an hour ride home. I do not want to listen to a book. I have not got, I have not listened to my book for the day. I haven't done my 45 minutes of learning. All right, let me listen to 10 minutes of the radio. And when I get on the highway, I'll, I'll listen to something. And I listen to Peak, a book nice. that Alan has recommended. So I listen good. to that. And then my next thought was, okay, I haven't listened to the podcast. That's something I do every single day on my PPT is review NLU. All right, let me do that. So I listened to our latest episode. And then I got home and I was like, all right, cool. Those two things are done. 
And I walk upstairs and I'm disgusting. I'm sweating. I've been working all day. I worked out earlier. And Taryn said, are you going to eat? And I said, no, I got to shower first. So she eats. I hop in the shower. Hi, my name is Alexandra. I'm 27 years old and I am in the second round of group coaching. I did it once and I fell in love with it. I got so much help and direction and guidance. Recently, I just did a one-on-one coaching call with Kevin which it just set me on the right path I needed that one-on-one time and it really helped me so I hope you guys consider on doing group coaching as well because it will benefit you a hundred percent and when I got out of the shower it was that that agreement with myself of okay you said you wanted to get a hundred percent of your PPT every single day right now is that make or break where I don't want to do this. I don't want to go in the office. My food is literally waiting for me, getting colder by the moment. And I said, okay, you got to do it. You got to do it. Alan's waiting for the financial reports. You haven't posted on social media. You haven't done your story. You got to do it. So I came in here. I brought my food with me, sat it next to me so the cats wouldn't eat it. And I, I proceeded to do the stuff that was most important. I have that agreement with myself. On the opposite end, after Next Level Live, the event that Alan and I hosted in March, May, March, April, whenever it was, whatever month it was, <laughs> at the end of that, Alan and I were gassed. It's we all were, a blur. It's all a blur. We were sitting at the restaurant, and I was just like, I need to go. Like, Can we wrap this up, man? I got to go home. This I is know. too much. UFC was on that night. At that table with Alan, I literally made an agreement with myself that when I go home, I'm not doing any work and I'm not going to get 100 of my PPT for the next two days. That was the agreement I made with myself. I sat down and consciously did that. What agreements do you have with yourself? And under that, what agreements have other people created for you? You're shy. You don't do this. You're not smart. You don't go back to school. You, you're not good with money. You can never be financially free. You're not a great partner. You'll never have your dream relationship. Those are agreements that are under under you running things that you don't even know. You're unconsciously living through agreements that you have not set out for yourself. You haven't necessarily even agreed to. You haven't had the opportunity to. They're just running under the current. What parts of those are running you? I know for me, being shy was a big one. You're shy. Shy people don't become speakers. That was always a big one for me. Or... You could never be financially free. You're not good with money. That was another agreement I had with myself for a long time. So on both ends, there are positive agreements that you have with yourself that are shaping your life in a wonderful way. If you're doing habits every single day, if you're on the Optimal app, that's an agreement. I've decided I'm going to do those these 12 things every single day because in my future, this will pay off handsomely. It'll be very, very rewarding. On the opposite end, there are also things from your past that have become agreements that you are completely unconscious of that are either, well, most likely holding you back, but at least shaping you in a way that you might not even realize. An agreement is the same as a commitment, unconscious or conscious. We all have them. And if someone says an opinion to you, whether it's a parent when you're growing up or a friend or one thing that I, I, have you ever seen a movie called A Bridge to Terabithia? No. It's a... It's a, it's like kind of a kids movie, but it's actually really powerful. Um, <laughs> no, no, Kev has not seen the it. old bridge to Terabithia. No, yeah. No, <laughs> so it's also a book as well. Uh, it's it's a little boy who has a, a tough 
you know, sort of upbringing with very little money, and he meets a young girl who her parents are uh, authors, and they just they create this this treehouse in the woods, and they use their imaginations, and it's a really powerful movie. But essentially, it gave me a, another look at childhood and school, like how much kids pick on kids. That's like a thing, man. Yeah. Um, and I know we talked, we interviewed um, Mama Z, so uh, Caroline Zani early on in the Hyperconscious podcast, and she was talking about how bullying is not just at school anymore. Now it's on social media and it's a whole thing. So, And then we talked again with Johanna about that as well, because uh, she's a teacher as well. But the the point that I'm making here is that what agreements did you make back in high school? You know, did you did you let a boy or a girl who actually liked you pick on you? And like, I mean, you know, little boys that that like little girls or whatever, sometimes they'll like pick on them because they consider that flirting. But what if that young girl actually internalizes like, oh, he called me ugly? It's like, well, have you decided that you're ugly now? And you got to be really careful with what opinions you turned into fact. And I know we're going to do an episode about that, Kev, but that's really what these things are. An agreement is a commitment. When you come on the NLU team, you're making a commitment. We're making a commitment to you to help you as much as possible. You're making a commitment to this mission, to this community. And we have an actual contract that you sign. And, and that's what this is. What contracts have you signed with yourself? What agreements have you made with yourself? Conscious and unconscious. And uh, the last story that I'll tell here so this will be a quick one. I had a dentist appointment last Monday, two Mondays ago, if you're listening to this. And I was late and I was, it was a morning traffic, you name excuse. I was getting gas, which is like five bucks now almost. It's crazy. And I called them up and I said, listen, I'm going to be like 15 minutes late. Um, I'm really sorry. They're like, okay, no worries. We're going to have to reschedule you to next Monday. I didn't know it was Memorial Day. And so I thought nothing of it. I put it on my calendar. No big deal. And then this weekend, I was telling Emilia how I'm like, ah, I got the dentist tomorrow. And I'm really excited to actually get my teeth cleaned. I like getting my teeth cleaned to the dentist, but I don't want to drive to Worcester because we were just in Worcester uh, to unpack the studio. And she's like, that's weird. It's Memorial Day. I'm surprised they're open. And I'm like, yeah, it's a private practice. I'm surprised too. I should have called. I didn't call. I just drove there this morning. Woke up at 6.30, did my work, and then went to the dentist. I get there. Door's locked. No one's there. <laughs> right? And so the whole way home, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm listening to the four agreements, which is why we're doing this episode. And so it actually was a pretty enjoyable drive because no one was on the road. And it's a beautiful day. But I get home and I know that Emilia, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to tell Emilia that I literally drove there without checking, you know, and, and, you know, over two on the dentist in the last week. And the first thing when I see her, she's so excited that I'm home and, you know, cause she was in bed when I left and Tucker's so excited to see his dad and, and immediately Emilia and I hug and she's like, oh, let me see your teeth, you know, playfully. And I'm like, yeah, no, they were close. <laughs> they, they, were, they were close. I should have called ahead. I should have called the double check and I didn't. I'm embarrassed. And I had this moment with myself on the way home of like, well, maybe I'll just ignore it, you know? And then I'm like, no, I, I promised myself and I promised Emilia that I would never lie to her about anything, nothing. I, I mean, not even a little white lie. No little thing will ever be lied about or even avoided. It's literally to that extent where I'm like going out of my way to tell her things that like I misspoke about. But that's the agreement that I've made with her and with myself. And so there was a part of me 
genuinely that was like ah this is embarrassing let's not even let's just go to your office and work and maybe it'll maybe it'll just go the fact that i just drove to worcester you know i am i'm embarrassed i should have called i hate the phone i don't want to call right so anyways excuse 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 at the end of the day i will never lie to amelia and i even told her that she's like let me see your teeth i'm like sweetheart i told you i'll never lie to you about anything they were closed you knew You tried to warn me they were going to be closed and I didn't call. I hate the phone. It's on me. I'm embarrassed. And, you know, next time I'm going to call ahead. So what agreements have you made with yourself? And how strict are you with your word? How impeccable are you with your word? And that's the first agreement. And so shout out to that book. I do think that's the most important agreement that you can make is is keeping the promises you make to yourself. There is no other way to build self-esteem. Your mom can think you're great or your dad or your aunt or your uncle or Kevin and I. But if you don't think you're great, I have met, you know, people that are drop dead gorgeous who do not think they look good. They just don't. They've made an agreement that they're ugly. And it was an agreement they made years ago because their mother called them ugly and said they were big boned or whatever. And so your truth is your truth and you gotta you gotta make it conscious. Make it conscious, hyper conscious, some would say. Mm-hmm. Next level nation, one of my agreements is to add as much value as humanly possible to our amazing community. That is why Alan and I do this every single day and we love it. So that definitely helps. If you are a podcaster or you're somebody who wants to start a show, I am 1000% happy to do a completely free 30 minute call with you. No strings attached. I will not try to sell you anything. My goal is to add as much value as humanly possible. Maybe we're starting your show. Awesome. Maybe we're taking you behind the scenes of what we've done to grow and make money or all that happy jazz. Um, Either way, I want to chat. If that is something that is aligned, please reach out directly to me, whether it is Kevin at nextleveluniverse.com or at neverquitkid on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. We are coming up on a thousand episodes and there have been failure upon failure upon failure upon mistake upon mistake upon mistake, but there's also been lesson upon lesson upon lesson. And so let us accelerate your growth curve. Uh, Kev knows the ins and outs of podcasting better than anyone I know. We produce almost 20 other shows. Um, I'm actually a client as the Conscious Couples podcast of Next Level Podcast Solutions. So the team over there, Kevin included, just they know their stuff and um, book that call. Seriously. Book it. Also, speaking of books like The Four Agreements, maybe, maybe we'll end up, I'm not sure yet because I haven't finished it, but we might end up reading that book in the next level book club. Maybe you're out there and you're not reading enough and you know it. You want to read more, but you let yourself down. You want to read more, but you let yourself down. You need more necessity. The problem is you don't have friends who are as into personal development books as you are, and I've been there as well. Book Club, every Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can keep your mic off. You can keep your camera off. You do not have to participate. There is no obligation. It is not recorded. It is not repurposed. It is completely private. That's what makes it so special because we can talk about taboo things that you don't want to share publicly or maybe aren't ready to share publicly. Um, there's only eight chapters of the mindset by Carol Dweck. That's the book we're doing right now. We're already three chapters in. So join us. If you want to, you can either reach out to myself or Kevin or Amy or Jenna, or you can click the link in the show notes to register and you'll get an email that will uh, bring you into the correct zoom room on Saturday. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 994, Alan alluded to this a little bit, how others' opinions shape your life. 
As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow. 